Bruce Newberry. The food dude. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave's Marketplace, locally owned and operated, celebrating 50 years of great food in Little Rody. And what do we love best in Little Rody? Lobster rolls. To celebrate, a twin pack of lobster salad rolls on King's Hawaiian Rolls, just $9.99. How about this for a nice fall dinner? You take some Dave's Extra Lean Turkey Tenderloin Tips with some Rayo's Homemade Pasta. Put them all in Rayo's Homemade Tomato Basil. Sounds like dinner to me. Here's a great Dave's deal. Grown in Idaho potato fries. Dipper fries, shoestring fries. But when you buy one bag of grown in Idaho potato, you get a Dave's rotisserie chicken for only $4.99. From the Dave's Gourmet Cheese Shop, Wensleydale Cranberry Stilton. Dave's has over 40 varieties of specialty pizza from the Dave's Pizza Oven. $3 off this week. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is 50. Dave's is Rhode Island in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Are you hungry? You're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. And welcome to the puppy. Yes, we are here. This is uh, the culmination of 24 years of food talk on the radio. Arrived at the Spanked Puppy in beautiful downtown Colchester. Here we are. Live in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, brought to you by the Wayberry Inn, a good investment in time. And uh, we are here at the Spanked Puppy, and if you've seen the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page, you see we are we are already, we started without you. And we have uh, brunch going on here, which happens every Saturday and Sunday here at the Spanked Puppy. But uh, I'll tell you, they, they do some eating here in Colchester. Yeah, so I don't know whether it's uh, because it's the fall of the year and everybody's appetite just uh, goes through the roof but man oh man I have a. Uh, I had to bring reinforcements. That's how much food we have here. This would be a. Uh, this would be th- this restaurant. We talk in, in Rhode Island a lot. I spend a lot of time in Rhode Island, and in Rhode Island we talk about the abundanza, and everybody loves the the big portions. You know, small plates never quite worked out. A small plate is a small plate is like a serving platter. You know, and so uh, this is uh, this is our. If you like the the abundanza enough to take home and all of that, this is it. So we have brunch going on here at the Spank Puppy, and uh, we have a couple of the specials: maple apple pecan pancakes with uh, sausage patties. Now I could have had a choice of a whole bunch of things, but went with sausage patties, and they are just to like you read about. They are fluffy pancakes. They are just full of uh, pecans and apples, of course, in fall in Vermont. And uh, there's cinnamon butter and real maple syrup. Yes. And uh, just excellent. So I brought Ben Newberry along now. Happened to uh, Ben happened to be in the neighborhood. He's a distant relative of mine most of the time, about 250 miles distant. But uh, he's in the neighborhood today, or we're in his neighborhood. So I brought him along, and it's a good thing because he's uh, getting on the good side of the surf and turf omelet. I come to Vermont, and the kid orders surf and turf. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he lives in he lives in the ocean state, and he comes to Vermont for surf and turf. But it it's excellent steak tips and shrimp 
and jack cheese in a fluffy omelet with home fries and toast. Yeah, very, very happy. And then there is the chicken fried steak. Yeah. Now, that is a staple of of diner breakfast and of uh, just some, some real down-home eating. And it is as advertised. There is nothing like chicken fried steak with the sausage gravy. And the sausage gravy has to be right. It's got to be that that kind of milky gravy, that creaminess. And at the end, you have to have that pepper. And it is right there and delivers as advertised. And we're just getting started because we we conclude brunch at noon, at which time we start lunch and wait until we get to that, which will bring us to our questions du jour in a minute. But I do want to uh, say hello and and thank our host, Ted Tomlinson, here at the Spanx Puppy. Well, good morning. Good morning. Great good to morning. have, great for you to have us. We are just... I mean, I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic to have you. Um, the funny thing about that sausage gravy is when I uh, bought the place, uh, you know, part of the the purchase agreement was I had to train with uh, the owner for uh, it was two months and uh, we started at five o'clock in the morning and it was boot camp she uh, really? this sausage gravy is uh, her recipe uh, a lot of these recipes are 50 60 years old and have been passed down uh, she uh, it's originally is a LeBlanc they have uh, quite deep Canadian roots uh, they're a whole family of bakers yeah. um, it, it goes deep and so it, it, she would we'd, we'd throw out if i didn't get it right she'd pitch it and there's only five ingredients and you got to do it this way and it's got to be bang 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 That's bang great. like that and i at the time i was like i mean come on who's really gonna <laughs> notice if i do it? and people notice people go to i i would get texts uh if if the gravy was too runny or the sausage was too lumpy or there Is was too much right? this um so getting this right uh it's it, it's crazy how much um i'm glad you noticed all these things because there's so much work that goes into it and there's so many people that will happily let me know if we didn't. <laughs> well, it's very easy to for somebody to say, oh, well, you know, uh, the, you come to this place and you get uh, sausage gravy and you get surf and turf and burgers and stuff like that. And what is there to, to comfort food? Well, good good comfort food is like any other good food. It's always ingredient-driven, yeah. and there has to be a certain amount of emotional investment put into it. And there's one moment when it kind of all comes together. You talk about you talk about putting the ingredients together and the five ingredients, and there's a certain time that that takes that takes place. You're talking about something else that uh, we're going to talk about in a bit that's been simmering for two and a half hours, and everything doesn't happen. The alchemy doesn't happen in the whole two and a half mm. hours, but there's one moment. <laughs> <laughs> that it all comes together, you know, and, and that's why it, it's so important. We're coming up on, on Thanksgiving, the big food holidays, and the thing that we keep having to remind everybody is stop looking in the oven. Don't keep opening yeah. the oven door. <laughs> yeah. Don't keep checking on the gravy. Don't keep checking on the soup. It's going to be there. Yeah. And it is there. So I'm sure that uh, that uh, the former proprietor, with all of her family roots and everything, had to just come out and, and work with you very, very patiently, probably sometimes. very patiently. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah. And and it pays off. This is so, so good. And everybody knows. No shortcuts. That that was the lesson that, that, that you, uh, I learned. Uh, we our, our, our whole mission is just comfort food. I think that comfort food in, in today's kind of lifestyle 
it's not the comfort food that we grow up with isn't a trend i don't feel like so much anymore you got doordash you have uh you know all Mm. all the food delivery services you can get this exotic food or it's fast food and uh families don't eat together so much anymore there isn't that sunday dinner there isn't you know and so i feel personally that comfort food is the exotic food of our you know kind of generation and i hope getting that taste profile passed on down and down yeah you know i mean a good meatloaf how many people cook meatloaf anymore there you (laughs) go and there's meatloaf is a signature at again great diner which was probably the original social media was the diner (laughs) (laughs) you're right you're right that's great we actually uh there a dear friend of mine who runs a diner in middletown rhode island and, and who loves people from Vermont and Quebec to come and see him. And his name is Ted. And uh, his name is Ted Carusas. And his, he literally grew up in his family's restaurant. And so we, we, do this, we do a podcast series together. And we were talking the other day about the third place. You know, all about the third place. It's not home. It's not work. Yes. It's the third place. The original third place was the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Or a place like this. Well, and from a, a pub or a tavern, yes. uh, that's where, I mean, everything happened. That was your meeting house. That's where all the politicians met. That's where people got to connect with their community. Right. Uh, I, I think, uh, and, and I boy, I don't have my sheet in front of me. I think it was something like seven or 800 pubs uh, in England. Yeah, in the 10th century, uh, in 1577, yes. uh, in England and Wales, there were 14,202 alehouses. Wow. 1577. And that's, you know, that's the social media. That's, there's your social media. Right? How many likes is that? <laughs> so, but uh, this is terrific. Well, I'll tell you, if uh, you're going to find a lot to like here, was this always named the Spank Puppy? Yes. It was um, since the, yeah, it was. Since uh, the LeBlancs had it. Well, so it was it, it in it, French or something? Was it the, from, yeah, would that be funny? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't what would even that know. Be? I got a French scholar over here. What would, uh, what would Spank Puppy uh, be in French, Ben? <laughs> uh, let's see. Puppy would be uh, puppy would be Shien, right? And, uh, and spanked would be. How do you say spanked puppy? And how do you say look, look that? <laughs> I up. don't know if that's in the usual lexicon. Go back to that they, go back to SMC and look that up and come back and report to. So uh, Michelle uh, bought it from the original uh, the guy who started this, Ronnie Barkham, and he passed um, actually this year, um, a few oh. months ago. Got to see this uh, in its third uh, generation uh, of ownership, and and it was kind of a, a nice time. He got to, in fact, brunch started uh, because he had. Uh, and we still do this now. Twenty-seven years later, we have this uh, football pool pickup. Oh yeah, and uh, for amusement it's a purposes thing. only. Yeah, of, of course. course. Well, obviously, yeah. Um, and uh, so he had all these guys come in to pick their weekly picks, and he realized, well, it's Sunday morning, we got to feed them, <laughs> and uh, that's what we are now known for the most for is our brunch. It was kind nice. of a whim. Um, anyway, he uh, there's all these stories and urban legends on how the name got started. I've heard a few of them, um, and my favorite is uh he was uh you know having uh, some fun with the boys and uh and his wife or girlfriend at the time said you know how this is going to end up you're going to come home like a like a spanked puppy at the end of the night uh dragging your tail between your legs and sure enough that. he did and he said i'm going to name uh, my next spot uh the spanked puppy uh little, little let, me reminder. Prevail, <laughs> let me prevail again upon my uh, my favorite student over there um uh, so um, I, I love that story that um, that that would be a uh, 
that is now it makes sense now because I've been trying to kind of explain the whole the whole thing. It's like you're going to a place called the Spring Puppy. <laughs> yes, yes, I am, and it's a it's a landmark and it's well known. Well, why the, I don't know, but, but now well, I there's know. a few other stories. I don't. I know. like that I mean, one there's, the best. There's, and and if you're here on Sunday morning at nine o'clock, yes. uh, you may see a few spanked puppies come in uh, to to get their keys back and uh, you know have a little. Uh, we have a, a walk hearty of shame. breakfast. To yes. kind of, uh, there we go. And I I noticed that this is, of course it's hunting season here, and I noticed some uh, some folks who would just uh, kind of come come back from the woods. Huge hunting community here. Huge fisher and uh, in fact actually back to the LeBlancs, uh, uh, Michelle's uh, brother was sponsored I believe uh, by the Land Lakes fishing team. He was actually really? a national, you know, so it's a huge community here. Um, uh, big fisher, uh, f- fishing community, huge hunting community. It's Definitely. Um, Definitely, it is that time of the year. Half and of our clientele disappears. Of course, then there's the other half, which this was a joke with uh, with Ronnie too. Is uh, the other half they go up to the hunting camp, but the, the guns stay home. <laughs> there you go. Yes, <laughs> right. right. It's just we're going to be in the woods for a bit. And, uh, it's like fishing, right? It's a, you just happen to have the fishing pole, and it's an excuse to go out and sit in the boat in the middle of the lake and drink beer. <laughs> there was one, one of the guys came in here. He was told, told me the story last week. Uh, he went up hunting uh, ten or so years ago. And and uh, he, he got home, and uh, his wife asked how it was. He goes, well, it would have been fine, but you didn't pack any underpants. And she said, I put them in your rifle case. If you'd opened the <laughs> rifle case, you would have found everything I packed for you. Whoops. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Great to be here at the Spank Puppy. And we are here uh, through the through the transition between brunch and lunch. So you're, you're uh, definitely not too late for either one. We are right here on Main Street in Colchester and love to see you here at the Spanked Puppy here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And this is great, Ted. Thanks so much for the hospitality today. Oh, we're just so glad to have you guys so, here. This so is awesome. So happy to be here. Let me talk a little sausage in a different direction if I might, because uh, when we talk sausage, we talk Portuguese sausage, and that's Gaspar's linguiça, and chorizo, the Portuguese sausage. That just makes everything that you're cooking so much better. Now, it could be worked into any of these recipes, yes, because there's sausage out of the casing. It is so versatile. There's the traditional sausage Sausage. There are linguisa dogs, links, if you will, and uh, it goes so well in omelets and on pizza and subs and so much more. When it's cold, and it was cold here this morning, I'm going to tell you, and I'm bringing some of this cold weather home with me, but uh, we need the hearty comfort food. And for 95 years, Gaspar's has been doing it uh, in the Gaspar's family recipe in New Bedford, Massachusetts. But it's so great. You walk into the supermarket here in uh, South Burlington, and in the case, you see, hey, this is a local product from North Dartmouth, Massachusetts. So it's all good. And uh, like I say, Gaspar's available at all major supermarkets. The Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, Sardella's Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday special is now better than ever. It's the best deal in town. I mean, dinner for two from a select menu for $19. What's the matter with that? Well, now you can choose an authentic Imbriglio's Margarita Pizza Napolitana on that dinner for two menu and add a select bottle of wine for $13. It's where everyone in Newport has been coming for 30 years, 40 years. Perfect for a group of friends or just the two of you. Make a reservation for next Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday night. Sardella's at 30 Memorial Boulevard, West 
Fest in Newport, 849-6312 and sardellas.com. This week, you're going to see on the Big Dave sign on 95 near Route 37, Lost Art Cultured Foods, Warwick Ice Cream. They were at the Taste of Fall the other night in Warwick, which we will talk about momentarily. And many more Rhode Island foods in the spotlight at Dave's, Dave's Marketplace. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is familiar. Dave's is 50. Dave's is Rhode Island. From the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here in the Spanked Puppy in Colchester, Vermont, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Everybody has a must-eat list. A few places, maybe two or three, that you keep as a go-to. On the East Bay, more must-eat lists include 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the view from those panoramic picture windows in the dining room. It enchants you as you overlook the Sakana River leading to the ocean in Mount Hope Bay. 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the local menu featuring creative seafood from the boats right across the harbor. And the amazing dinner selections. Chef Chris is ever-changing his eclectic delights contemporary and innovative dishes like little necks peri peri with white beans and churis deconstructed beef wellington seafood mount hope like that review said don't miss the stuffies don't miss 15 point road island park portsmouth just off route 24 south of the sakana river bridge the address is the same as the name sean and carly smith and food dude bruce newberry invite you to 15 point road and check out 15pointroad.com we're in the dave's market Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, Dave's Marketplace, locally owned and operated, celebrating 50 years of great food in Little Rhodey. And what do we love best in Little Rhodey? Lobster rolls. To celebrate, a twin pack of lobster salad rolls on King's Hawaiian Rolls, just $9.99. How about this for a nice fall dinner? You take some Dave's Extra Lean Turkey Tenderloin Tips with some Rayo's Homemade Pasta. Put them all in Rayo's Homemade Tomato Basil. Sounds like dinner to me. Here's a great Dave's deal. Grown in Idaho potato fries. Dipper fries, shoestring fries. But when you buy one bag of grown in Idaho potato, you get a Dave's rotisserie chicken for only $4.99. From the Dave's Gourmet Cheese Shop, Wensleydale Cranberry Stilton. Dave's has over 40 varieties of specialty pizza from the Dave's Pizza Oven. $3 off this week. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is 50. Dave's is Rhode Island in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Food dude. I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at a place called the Spanked Puppy. Yes, that's right. Our Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro broadcast is uh, brought to you by Perellas, Lou Perellas. And you've heard all the excitement going on at Lou Perellas. Well, I'll tell you, there is Lou Perella still there and would love to see you this weekend. Perella's is as great as it ever was and some interesting things on that menu now that you must try. There is uh, rigatoni bolognese. Now you know that rigatoni bolognese and Perella's have had quite a a story together and you're going to just love it. And uh, some many, many other 
traditional and some new Italian dishes on the menu at Perella's Ristorante. Go ahead and talk to Lou. It's very exciting what's going on at Perella's these days. And you know what? The bar is still as great as ever because uh, the Hollywood did not come into the bar at Perella's. So it's still a, the, the friendliest place in town. The game will be on today. So head on over there, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren. So the Bruce Newberry social media empire <laughs> continues here. Our question du jour, what goes on a hot wiener or a Michigan dog? Now, we're appealing to both of our constituencies here because there are some of you within sound of my voice who have no idea what a hot wiener is. But there are others of you that have no idea what a Michigan dog is. There's even another name for the Michigan dog. And the spanked puppy looms large in the history of the Michigan dog. So many similarities, and it'll be really exciting. We're going to find out in the next hour all about that. Now, last week's answer, our question du jour, what is the difference between white and yellow cheese? Now, the actual answer is anato. Anato, which is a vegetable coloring that is added to the cheese, various types of, of cheese. Is it done in Vermont? Well, it's a little bit of, a, of an industry secret. I don't even think the cows know, but that's the, the, uh, the answer. And I think the closest <laughs> or the most interesting one came from our very own Marcus, who says the difference is Wisconsin and Vermont. Our Food Dude Facebook poll question today, what is your go-to dish by which you judge a restaurant? What is your go-to dish that you judge a restaurant by? Yeah. So that is um, that we should have some fun with today. And I don't Maybe it's chicken fried steak. I mean, you could definitely, definitely... Uh, Pass down judgment on that with uh, the chicken fried steak here at the Spanked Puppy. So Wednesday night was the taste of fall in Warwick with the Central Rhode Island Chamber of Commerce. And there were, oh, I think a dozen or so restaurants, maybe more than that, between restaurants, catering companies, and uh, some food and beverage providers. And it was just a good time, you know. It was a, a great chance to kind of think about the fact that the holidays are coming and uh, what a good time. And got to talk to some names that you know and uh, some we're going to introduce you to a couple of people I think that you'll enjoy meeting but everybody knows Russell Moore and Catering but uh, what's new at Russell Moore and Catering? Russell Moore and now we know Russell Moore yes <laughs> I'm no Russell Moore but, yeah. but yeah. this is really something new for Russell Moore yeah so we used to have a division called Express so we've really taken that and rebranded it um, and really revisited the menu options that we have available so Fresh Eats allows for companies to have business meetings or corporate gatherings and order this. We come to your um, place of business or a small family event, if you wish, and we deliver this food for you about a half hour before your event starts. And um, we have a wide variety of menu options, hot buffets to cold buffets, breakfast. We have great barbecue options as nice. well. <laughs> so, Megan, what we have here tonight is something called Garden Greens and Grains. Now, this is an entire menu that could be for a party. 
party, a luncheon? Absolutely. So the idea is to build your own bowl. Yeah. So you start with a base, which could be the beet salad or the arugula salad, and then you add in the toppings from there. So maybe you prefer the edamame or you prefer the, prefer the quinoa. We also have a sweet potato salad. For your protein, we have a salmon or a chicken, and then you can add in some zucchini and top it off with a chimichurri sauce or a wasabi dressing as well. Um, and it's really a filling, healthy option. And the really great things about this menu item is it's all gluten-free. So wow. we know that's a huge concern for huge. people when they're trying to figure out their menu items for their employees or their guests. Um, so this, all the menu items identify the dietary restrictions. Really, really interesting. And you're environmentally correct also. Yes, we have beautiful bamboo vessels that are for all of our Fresh Eats menu items. And then all disposable um, plates, napkins, forks, and knives that are complimentary that come with your order. This would be really something different for a holiday party? Absolutely, yeah. Really good. And how can someone find out more about Fresh Eats by Russell Moore? Do you have to be in a particular area? or no, where do you go so any- we, we deliver 50 miles outside of Attleboro. Nice. And um, you can visit morins.com. And under the meetings tab, you'll find our whole menu. And um, you're welcome to call us at the sales office as well. And we're happy to help you create your menu for your event. Well, this is very exciting. And I'm so glad to talk to you about it. Best of luck. Thank you. And uh, that was a taste of the taste of fall. We'll hear from more of the food folks who were there serving up their specialties at the taste of fall on Wednesday night. That whole greens and greens assortment, that big spread. And you'll see a picture of it on the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page. It looks like the kind of thing that you'd see at, you know, Jennifer Lawrence's wedding, which was supposed to be in Newport yesterday or today or sometime <laughs> i uh, i fled the scene so i'm not there so i can't tell you what is going on but we hear the uh, we hear the stories we're here in the dave's marketplace broadcast bistro we hear the spanked puppy and uh, i literally got welcomed home to the Wayberry Inn. I did. I, it was totally unrehearsed. I walked in and checked in, and um, Laura was uh, at the desk, and she said, oh, it's so good to see you. She said, I want to say, when I see you, welcome home. <laughs> and I said, oh, my gosh, because that's how you feel when you stay at the Wayberry Inn. Think of the Wayberry as your bed and breakfast, the perfect Vermont location. And you want to think of this time of the year, this fall we're still in the midst of foliage season and there are still plenty of scenic drives and walks to take and of course the Wayberry Inn is a great headquarters because it's right at the edge of the Green Mountain National Forest wonderful trails like the Robert Frost Trail up by Breadloaf and uh, just wonderful things and and things that are good for what's in between your ears as well as the rest of you and of course the Wayberry a total experience great dining with a vermont size helping of quality and comfort it's an historic inn the wayberry staff knows just what to do to create an unforgettable stay for you so let's think of what is to come thanksgiving spend thanksgiving at the wayberry and bring the family for thanksgiving dinner at the wayberry and if you would like to think about that i would call this weekend 802-388-4015 802-388-4015. 
think about coming for the weekend. And if you know someone who loves this part of the world, of course, a gift card for the Wayberry Inn, the perfect gift for lodging or dining. Find out more at wayberryinn.com. And uh, make sure you mention the food dude, Bruce Newberry. When you see Amy and Brianna and Laura and Joe and everybody at the Wayberry Inn, because it is a good investment in time. So it's a tale of uh, two Teds here. We've got a Ted here, and we've got Ted at the Blue Play Diner. And you're going to hear from that Ted in a little while as well, talking about what is new for fall at the Blue Play Diner. And that is a special menu just for you for being a loyal Blue Play Diner fan and friend. It's a fall friend loyalty rewards program that's going on. Become a member of the Blue Plate Text E-Club. You get exclusive membership deals, which includes menu items just for you. Like you could have pumpkin pasta for lunch. And you'll be the envy of the blue plate. Everybody will be looking at you. Wow, who's this person that gets this amazing dish? You can join up and uh, download the Blue Plate Diner app, join the text club, and membership definitely has its rewards. It starts at blueplatediner.ri.com or just stop in the Blue Plate Diner at uh, 665 West Main Road in Middletown. The Blue Plate Diner, and of course, if you have a license plate that says Je me souviens, be sure to go in and say bonjour to Ted. Uh, Ted Carusas, of course. 15 Point Road. The address is the same as the name. The view is still great through those uh, floor-to-ceiling picture windows, the dining room overlooking Tiverton Harbor, and that wonderful menu, of course, creative with local seafood specialties. And then Chef Chris just gets downright creative with many, many different things. We talked about the Wellingtons and... We talked about the Caribbean pork loin and the chowder and the fig pizza and so much more. Dinner nightly, except Monday. And uh, if you're thinking about where to go for Restaurant Week in Newport, it's only a couple more weeks, you know. Make sure that 15 Point Road is on your must-eat list because it is on so many. 15 Point Road, Island Park in Portsmouth, 401-683-3138. It's me, the food dude, here in Vermont at the Spanked Puppy, here in the Taves Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music on Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. 
For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job, the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudis, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food, better service, better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Food dude. Hey, this is Emeril Lagasse. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Bam! We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We'll check the uh, question du jour momentarily, but uh, we want to get we want to get the kind of the the challenger up here at the Spank Puppy. Yeah, this has turned into a competitive eating situation. Here. <laughs> now, I didn't start this, Marcus. <laughs> no, no, this is my fault. This is definitely my fault, and you can tell by my waistline. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. The, the, the radio is slimming. The radio makes you see, unlike TV. <laughs> yeah, where it adds 30 pounds. Right. Yes. The radio takes it off. The problem is, I still have to go home, and my wife reminds me of my health. <laughs> oh, there is know. that. Yeah. There is that. We're hearing more white. Wife stories today. I love the guy. The story with the guy that put the wife that puts the the hunter's underwear in his rifle case. Oh yeah, and he never found it. <laughs> you know, if, look. If it was if it wasn't for wives, where would the entertainment come from? Honestly, <laughs> I love that. But it's good to see you. It's great to see you. 
It's great to have you back up here again and uh, looking forward to having you up here on a more regular basis. Yeah, no, we uh, always, always love uh, being here with you all. And uh, we're just meeting so many wonderful people. And uh, it's I can't uh, can't just uh, tell you how much great hospitality. I mean, I always knew that it was here. Yeah. But it's so great getting up close and personal with it. So this is this is fantastic. So become friends with Ted. Ted has become a, an FOB, a friend of Bruce, and, and a friend and of the look, show. And the thing about Ted, you got to know, and, and I, I told you this off air, but I'll, for, for our listeners, I'll, I'll share this. Back in the day, many years ago, Ted wanted to be a radio guy. <laughs> he actually came to work at the station I was working with, um, actually, that's now part of my radio group. Uh, but... Anyway, Ted was uh, Ted was under my wing for a little while. I was doing a little training with him, and um, you know, I think Ted has fallen into the business that I think is his true calling. Because honestly, he is he is the perfect guy to be that host, to be that uh, person who is going to welcome you into a place that's going to serve you some real down home food. Believe me, he's I love like it. the mayor of Colchester. Correct. Oh, oh, really, <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm I'm listening to it. You know, we're we're kind of tucked into the corner here at the at the, the Spank Puppy and I'm listening and Ted is just talking to everybody in the place. Oh yeah, he knows everybody. knows everybody. Yes. And well, you gotta, you gotta remember his ads really speak to <laughs> the whole, the whole purpose around this place. We can't wait to meet you. <laughs> because he can't. He wants to meet you and then he wants to ingrain himself in your lives. Like an earworm. <laughs> <laughs> So funny, and he's found he's found the secret food. All roads, uh, all things are are possible through food. What did you What did you have today? Did you come for breakfast or brunch or the, lunch? Or yeah, I came for the brunch and I got the Montreal uh, steak, which Ooh. was really good. With the, yeah, with the, some scrambled eggs and some home fries. It was delicious. Yes, but I let see, me tell you, the I thing that, that I do come here for more regularly than anything is the prime rib. Prime rib. Fridays, Sundays, it's delicious. It's amazing, and like. I don't know if he mentioned this in the last break because mm-hmm. I, I heard a lot of noise, so I didn't get to hear exactly what Ted said. But the prices, did you talk about the prices? I actually haven't, but they are they are definitely user friendly. And <laughs> if you are if you are someone who comes to diners and look, everybody's on a budget, money is always an object, but you certainly are gonna be able to feed the whole family here and for very, very reasonably. Well, Ted's a great host. Yeah. He is really friendly. But I don't think he's good with economics because looking at the prices, he's still working with pricing from 1985. I think so. I think you're right. So, yes, it's a great deal. It's a great reason to come down here and just bring the family and have some fun because uh, you're, you're seeing it as you watch people around the bar at all the tables. They're mixing and mingling and talking to each other. This is a community, and yeah. this is the hub of the community, and Ted's really made it that place. So, uh we love having them around, and we love hanging out here. So, anyway. What's the bill I'm going to get for that? <laughs> it's in the mail. And the, check is, the check is in the mail, baby. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we're having uh, such a great time here at the Spank Puppy, and you will, too, as as we always do. No no doubt about it. So, uh, great, to, great to be here. So, um, let's see. If, if you have some spare time. 
right? Yes, I think. Uh, oh, no, I'm about five minutes away from that. Um, so where are you off to today, Marcus? I've got to head off to the University Mall. There is a the Retail and Grocers Association here in Vermont mm-hmm. is having their annual baggers competition. So uh, Kurt and I from The Morning Drive are going to be judging that along with a couple of TV personalities. So we're going to have some fun there because, believe me, I support more baggers in the business. <laughs> you were saying, you said that to me. I don't think we actually we actually had the conversation on the air. But, of course, you know, we're partial here, uh, around here, to great supermarkets like Dave's, but and where it's full service. Yes, absolutely. No, there are no self-checkouts at Dave's. Not to really try to make this show political, but I am anti-self-checkout because, I'm one, I'm lazy, but two, look at the jobs that are being lost to these baggers. These guys have skills. They're all competing to share, show these skills. And so, anyway, I, look, I, I love the people who are in the service industry that do the good work, and uh, so I look forward to, to being a part of this competition today and having a little fun, but yeah. It's going to be great. How, do you know how many baggers or, or from There's which There's nine people from around the area. I don't know the exact number of, of uh, grocery stores that have participated, but mm-hmm. it's nine baggers are going to be participating in this, and if they win this, they get to go to the Nationals. Oh, okay. I, I know a little bit about the association that they're doing this with, and it is they've really stepped it up. All of the state kind of grocery associations have these. Yes. And hmm. the Rhode Island Grocers Association does and all that. And they've stepped it up over the past few years, probably for the reasons that you just described, because, you know, it's it's people that are working hard and, and earning money and having jobs, and jobs are so hard to fill these days. Uh, and so whatever we can do to keep people in the job, that's what we want to do. So it's been stepped up. I know the Rhode Island Grocers Association Best Bagger Contest, uh-huh. they used to have it in you know a hotel ballroom or somewhere. Now they have it at the casinos at the Mohegan Sun and, oh, yeah, and those absolutely. places. Absolutely. And yes, the uh, it's the I think it's the National Grocers Association uh, National Convention, which I think is in Vegas. Yeah, I'd be looking forward to seeing what the odds are on each one of the competitors today. Um, and you've got the fortune of having the casinos down there to have those kinds of right. games being played on the side. Right. No, it's true. But yeah, uh, but it, a, a little of that goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. But, point spreads. But we have. Uh, but the but they and they still use. Well, I was asking you about this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, because of course we're all environmentally conscious. We're getting dragged into the whole environmental consciousness business. Mm. But these bagging contests are still are done with paper bags. They are not done with plastic. They, That's my understanding. Yeah. But again, um, I'm, when I arrive today, they're going to give me the full rule set. I get a little bit of training before the competition starts. Are you going to take part? No, no, no. Oh, so I it's not going to be celebrity bagging. It's just going to be you're going to be judging. No, unless they really want to see how fast I can smush a loaf of bread under <laughs> some cans of something. It all comes back to you. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Did you ever have that as a job? I was not a bagger. I actually worked in fast food when I was a teenager. Did you? Yeah. I, and this this tells you exactly why I do what I do because <laughs> they put me in the drive through on day one. And on that first day, the, the that first little old lady who drove up to the drive through at McDonald's, you have a wonderful voice. <laughs> you should do radio. <laughs> I heard everything you said. I understood everything you talked talked about that's so funny so yeah so now has it come full circle when you go to the drive-thru do they recognize your voice no 
but Wendy's may recognize me for my order because it's the same thing every same time. Thing. Is, that, is that you, Marcus? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> good deal. Well, good luck today. Good luck to all the baggers who are taking part in the best bagging contest down at uh, the U-Mall today. Hey, uh, maybe uh, we could uh, have this whole thing at the at the Castle Hill Inn and Resort. That'd be a great place, and it's a great place for you to get away, especially this time of the year. I mean, in Newport, there is foliage, there are leaves, and the bay is always beautiful. We don't take it in during the winter, and so there's plenty to see, wonderful things to do, nature walks and bonfires at night. There's even an on-staff astronomer, and of course, the amazing culinary part of Castle Hill Inn with Chef Lou Rossi. There are wine and dine getaway packages for you. It's a wonderful time to get away, fall, even into the winter, and these staycations or getaways are just fantastic. And there are some special rates right now at CastleHillInn.com. So, why not? I mean, why should the celebrities uh, have all of the good times? So, whether it's the uh, their spa getaways, with uh, Farm Aesthetics with Brenda and there are so many things to do and on these kind of uh, very very nice late fall afternoons you can still enjoy the lawn and all of its charms just like you did all during the season itself it's all at Castle Hill Inn at that famous address 590 Ocean Drive in Newport visit castlehillinn.com and hey maybe we will see you soon at Castle Hill Inn we're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We'll be at Dave's next weekend. Dave's in Wickford. Haven't been to the Wickford Dave's in such a long time. We're going to be there with American Muscle Harvesters, and you know their track record, so we're going to have some wonderful things for you to taste. Our music is sponsored by Roberts Musical Instruments, saluting the Rhode Island Philharmonic Orchestra. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. This is Jim Gray, president of the VD Automotive Group, and I'm thrilled to announce a new way to buy your new or pre-owned vehicle from BD. It's the BD at home test drive. Just call us at 888-BY-VD and tell us the Mercedes-Benz or Volvo model you want to test drive and an associate will bring it to your home or office. That's the BD advantage. Free service pickup, free delivery, free loaner vehicles, and a free at home test drive. Visit us at BD.com. It's always BD and you. Well, just because you have a small space or awkward configuration doesn't mean you can't have the kitchen of your dreams. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. If you begin the remodel process now, you'll have a new kitchen by the holidays. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. Why not come to an upcoming remodeling workshop? Register online at rikb.com. You'll have the kitchen of your dreams by the holidays. Providence, what a destination for theater, for the arts, for water fire. Why don't you spend your Providence evening at Cov? No place like beautiful Cov. Sparkling and cozy on these fall evenings. Tuesday, half-off bottles of wine. Wednesday, martini specials. And Alexis Lee and Jazz. Of course, the legendary weekend brunch is always available. Cov at 14 Imperial Place in the Knowledge District. Make a reservation on Open Table. We'll see you at Beautiful Cov. Food do. I'm Bobby Flay and I'm dining out with Bruce Newberry. 
Yes, definitely. Think about that wonderful destination of Providence. And when you think of it, experience Cov. Every day is extraordinary at Cov. Tuesday, half-price bottles of wine. Wednesday, live jazz and martini specials. The legendary Saturday and Sunday brunch. And the bistro menu, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, including, you know, if you want to get into that whole uh, vegan burger thing, Cobb was doing that way, way before it was fashionable. So, uh, wonderful, Cobb. Uh, It is uh, a place that I will acknowledge no end that uh, whenever I get asked, hey, what uh, what's your favorite place in all of that? Cov, C-A-V, in downtown Providence Reservations at Open Table. Meanwhile, back here at the Spank Puppy, uh, Ted, we're going to, uh, as they used to say, transit the Meridian and move into the lunch incarnation. We are six minutes away. Yes. So we are, uh, at, is there a, are there are there trumpets that sound or is there horns that go off? There is a big gong as everybody <laughs> observes a moment of silence <laughs> and all the eggs that have been lost in battle. And um, <laughs> no, it's actually it's it's quite controlled confusion uh, between brunch and lunch. Where uh, we we actually because the kitchen's so small, we have to flip the entire kitchen, so uh, we don't have two separate. Right, right. Areas, right. you know, it's a small kitchen that we're sure. working out of. So the entire kitchen, top to bottom, has to get flipped in 10 minutes. Sorry, but I'm told that um, we've got a couple of things going on here. We've got meatballs. Oh, man. And we've got Michigan's. I, well, I can't wait for you to, to, to try what we've got for you Me too. for the lunch side of stuff. The Michigan dogs. So everybody has their own version of a Michigan dog. Uh, you were telling me there's the Coney Island. Um, and there's then the, the New York system. Right. And in wow. Vermont, right. uh, it's the Charlie Red Hot. This is uh, the Vermont version of the Michigan right. dog. It was a World War II um, era restaurateur that was out here. Uh, so we're in Colchester, the next town over Mallets Bay. It was an institution for years and years. And um, uh, so this everybody claims to have the original recipe. This is like having the recipe for Coke. And, uh, <laughs> the original you know, form, KFC, right? And, and it was for a Carl. very closely guarded secret. Um, and this is a this is a true story. Uh, when I uh, we bought this place, uh, so we had, like, sort of been here twenty some odd years. There's all kinds of memorabilia and stuff, and we were cleaning out uh, one of the storage sheds, and I find a shoebox uh, with pictures and old recipes, and there is the original Charlie Red Hot recipe. Wow! And we will be having that today. It's been yeah. simmering for two hours, so um, it literally uh, we we started at uh, nine thirty, so uh, we should be about. Should ready be about to ready to go. Yeah. Now, the Charlie Red Hot, actually, th- that not only is the recipe for the sauce, but that was the foundation. I mean, there was a the the Red Hot Frank itself, right, with a red cake. Well, so it? this gets into the secret recipe. Ah, well, it's ah. it's it's <laughs> more of the it's more of the kind of uh, the the geek aspect yes. of it. Yes, and it is spicy um, a little bit. Uh, it's supposed to be on a grilled dog. It's supposed to be sliced, um, served with uh, diced onions and. Uh, mustard. So, uh-huh. uh, and the and the burgers grill. I'm sorry, the burger, the the hot dog roll is grilled as well. So that's so the on the one version. hand, I'm thinking, oh, you're giving away our question because that's our, our 
our question du jour on the Facebook page. But you brought up an interesting point, and I think it puts it right in the perspective. Everybody has their own version. So even though you're yeah. saying, oh, well, this is the way we do it, we slice it with the chopped onions and this and that, someone's going to say, no, 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 that's not how we do it. We do it this <laughs> yeah, way. Right. It's just like with the lobster roll, and I think that's what makes this all unique. I love the fact that, um, you know, just with a certain style of IPA. Vermont's got its own because we're just independent and uh, and stubborn and That's we're right. going to do stuff our own way. And uh, I love the fact that we have our own version of the uh, of the Michigan dog. I, I do too. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. With- you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. <laughs> Hello again. Welcome back to the tastiest talk show on the radio here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at the center of the universe here, the spanked puppy here in Colchester. And as Ted Tomlinson just said, are you ready for round two? Here we go. Oh, my gosh. We've just done a day's worth of eating at brunch. And uh, we're not. We're just getting started, as I said, uh, with more of that comfort food and more of... The uh, kind of specialty, sort of uh, mysterious type stuff that uh, we love so well. And uh, what, uh, what you, you just kind of uh, ordered us a whole bunch of exciting things here, Ted. What, uh, what are you thinking about? Well, uh, we're going to do uh, so our two um, famous soups, um, our, our seafood uh, bisque Whoa. and our uh, baked French onion. Um, the French onion... I'm, I'm sure you know this is uh, was uh, <laughs> double stuffed Oreos. No, that's not not in the in the. <laughs> I got distracted with double stuffed Oreos. What? Those what? do not go in the onion soup uh, or the bisque. No, it was by the uh, way. It's it it's a French wedding tradition that after you've you know at at the end of the wedding when everybody's you know had their sauce and partying yes. in the traditional French. This is the the food that kind of gets you back on your feet for. For round two, is that's how French onion was kind of created? Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, kind of I'm like, I never, the double stuffed Oreos. I never heard of this in double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> but so, I'll, I'll uh, defend to the death your right to do it, Tim. But <laughs> the um, I love that the uh, yeah it was so so I never knew that that French onion soup is a a palate cleanser. Or uh, kind of a or almost a uh, uh, no not a palate cleanser. What am I trying to say? A digestivi. Yes. Right. Because after you've been drinking away at the wedding, you need something that's got kind of hose you down yeah, a little and, bit. Uh, and, yes. And so that's where the French onion soup started. It started as I think a wedding. It's just uh, l'onion. Uh, yep. Terrible, soup. Soup. Soup à l'onion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so it that's amazing, and if you think about it, another in the never-ending series of we all ate the same thing once upon a time. There's Italian wedding soup. Yeah. So I wonder if there's a connection there now that because there are parts of the Italian wedding soup that there's no onion in the Italian wedding soup, but it is more of a clear soup. It has pasta in it. It has some little meatballs in it. So it could kind of, you know, soak up some. And if there are two cultures that would probably enjoy the adult beverages at a wedding. The French culture and the Italian culture go. would be <laughs> so, the, and and the meatballs at the very least would soak up everything. <laughs> yeah, so, gotta keep you clear-headed. It's, um, 
So we're going to bring both of those out for you guys to try. Uh, those nice. recipes have been, again, uh, kind of in our uh, in our puppy family for 20-some-odd years. Um, I actually don't know what they are. Hmm. They're written down somewhere yeah. in secret. Um, our executive chef, uh, he's, uh, he's the genius behind it. Uh, we're going to bring out our five-alarm beef chili, which has been simmering Whoa. all day. Um, we're going to do uh, his homemade meatballs. Um, so that's got uh, two or three different kinds of meat in it. Uh, again, we made those fresh. We started prepping at six this morning. Uh, so those just came out of the oven. Uh, what else are we going to do? Uh, we'll do our <laughs> shepherd's pie, yeah. um, which we make from scratch um, uh, every day. And I think that'll get us uh, kind of off to the races. So, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're um, we're gonna have. We could just do a whole two-hour show here, Ted, on the secrets and the nuances of the New York system wiener or the Michigan dog. And Ooh. in some cases, they intersect, and, <laughs> and in some cases, they're separate. But I think that there's more similarities to. Um, to uh these things then not and uh, so that's our that's actually our facebook fan page question well bruce i don't know if new england and new york need any more rivalry outside of uh <laughs> perhaps the red sox and the yankees or the pats and the giants and of course this week the pats and the jets but yes. uh, now we've got the uh, michigan dog and the new york and uh and now the the vermont Charlie Red Hot. Well, there you go. So, and it's, so there are all kinds of, of different nuances to these things. and But I think that there are more – it's interesting because I think that there are more similarities. Now, we mentioned we were talking about the Red Hot before. And the uh, we were talking about the Charlie Red Hot and how that may may or may not. And probably somebody will – <laughs> somebody will will you know sit there and say no wait a minute you've got to start out with the you know such and such uh, a red hot I'm trying to think of the uh, trying to think the of the Frank's name red hot the, uh, no that's that's the sauce I'm talking right. about the wiener that comes from Maine uh, the um, uh, not Wilson's oh gosh it's a um, it'll come to me or someone will uh, s- someone will tell us it's but it is a an actual red case oh is that dog. the snapper just the Yep, that's the oh, that's another name for it, and now. I can't think of the name of it. Not um, every every meat packer in New England's name <laughs> yes. is coming to my mind. <laughs> it's not Rosslers, it's not Yellow Tag, it's not um, uh, Jordans. Yes, yes, that was the one. We now send out search mouse, and we find the name <laughs> of the. And isn't it ironic that here in, uh, we're looking for the name of a hot dog in a place called the Spank Puppy? <laughs> So, so, so you'd think that we, you'd think that we would just know these things, right? But uh, anyway, the um, so the whole thing is uh, the whole thing hinges on. Well, it can hinge on the dog itself. There has to be a dog in Absolutely. there somewhere. Is so, it is it steamed? Is it grilled? Is it sliced? Is well, it natural casing? Now, that's a good question. I think I'm going to have to research this. I can't remember whether the New York system, it's the New York system is cooked on those those roller yeah. cooker things. So it's grilled. Yeah, it must be grilled, I yeah. guess. Uh, the same way as a Coney Island. Yeah. Because the the uh, the Coney Island are not done in the water. Um, so, yeah, as far as, uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely, they're grilled. Yes. But the street dogs in New York, now those are steamed, right? Yes, in the, in the water. 
Right. It goes back to ancient civilizations, as we as we know. But, ancient? Did they have processed uh, <laughs> processed hot dogs we, in the ancient sure, Romans? Were they uh, having sure a couple of dogs had at the, the Colosseum? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll uh, we'll uh, get to uh, get to all of that as we go along. But it starts. It definitely starts with the dog here at the puppy. So that's all you need to know. Our Facebook. Our Facebook poll question today on the Bruce Newberry Facebook uh, fan, uh, fan page. What is your go-to dish that you Ooh. judge a restaurant by? Oh. And some of the early choices here, Ted, shrimp scampi. Okay. So if the you know people will say, how's your shrimp scampi? Okay. Um, my, uh, my sister-in-law swears by uh, uh, chicken marsala. If the restaurant gets the chicken marsala oh, right, wow. this is a great place. Larry says, Larry has a whole menu unto himself here. Consomme, Bernays sauce. Larry is uh, Bernays, putting yep. people out there on putting people to the task, putting them to the test. Consomme, Bernays sauce, beef Wellington, or baked Alaska. So he sets wow, that bar classic. Uh, sets you don't that bar high. Those dishes anymore. Those are tough to do. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because we're finding as we kind of share what what seem to be two kind of dissimilar worlds here. When I when I put the show on here on WVMT, and people are saying, "Well, you know, you're from Rhode Island and Providence and Boston, and you know what uh, what's going on up there in Vermont." And I'm finding on a weekly basis that there are tales of two dishes that we can usually uh, draw some comparisons to. Last week was Wellington. Now, no way. Okay. My, my friend Chef Donna at the Wayberry Inn does a mushroom Wellington. And uh, in fact, I have I have the... Uh, I, I'll, I'll now, read it to you for am a minute. I, yeah? Am I incorrect that the tough part of the Wellington is getting the pastry and the steak to be at the, is yes. that the trick? Yes. The magic on that? That is the magic. So she does oven roasted portobello mushrooms layered with spinach and leeks and Vermont chevre wrapped in puff pastry, baked and served with marinara and basil pesto. And she actually made one of those for us. And I'm bringing out hot dogs. Good. <laughs> we we are we are men of all dishes here, Ted. We are not food snobs here. It is all good. So then, uh, one of our other restaurant partners, Fifteen Point Road in Portsmouth, Rhode Island, does a deconstructed beef Wellington. So the pastry's on the side. The you know what? I'll get that. I'll, I'll yeah. break that down for you momentarily. But it is a classic on the menu. At Fifteen Point Road, and uh, it is uh, a mainstay on that dinner menu that uh, Chef Chris swears by here. And if I just scroll right down to it, here we are. It's actually, actually, it's it's kind of a, it's almost a stack, grilled filet mignon layered with puff pastry and mm. portobello mushroom and pate, served with rosemary demi glace. So, so it's kind we of snack differently. I was going to go after the double snuff Oreos and uh, <laughs> you have a deconstructed, we live two different lives. Not Bruce. at all. It's all good. Cause uh, we're digging those Michigan dogs and those, uh, uh, those New York system wieners. And uh, I'm looking forward to the nachos and uh, just getting a look at everything 
here at the Spank Puppy, and it's all on the lunch menu. You do this every day. Every day. Make it from scratch. You do daily specials. Um, and I, I wanted to go back to your Facebook poll. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hollandaise is my, you know, as a brunch spot, Hollandaise is my, uh, if you can nail, and I think Larry got it right with his Bernays. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yes, I think if you can nail uh, a, a Hollandaise, um, that's tough to do. Um, and it's, uh, it's a delicate balance. So, yes, I Definitely. would say the Hollandaise would be my uh my vote. All right, you've got it. And uh, you can certainly take part in our poll on the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page. We are broadcasting live from the Spanked Puppy on Main Street in Colchester, where the the universe has come for lunch, man. We are doing a, an amazing lunch business here today. Love to see you. Can't wait to meet you to coin a phrase, <laughs> right? Hey, let me talk a little bit about Sardella's. Because the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday special at Sardella's is now better than ever. It is the best deal in town. And uh, everyone in Newport has been coming to Sardella's Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays for 30 years, if not longer. And now that dinner for two special is better than ever. It starts out great. You have dinner for two from a select menu for $19. Well, now one of those choices is an authentic Imbriglio's Margarita Pizza Napolitana from next door at Imbriglio's, the family baking business. And you can, as always, add a select bottle of wine for $13. It is where everyone in Newport has been coming for 30 years. Perfect for a group of friends or just the two of you. Make a reservation for next Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night. Sardella's at 30 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport. And Imbriglio's at 32 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport. 849-6312 and Sardella's dot com gaspars the portuguese sausage that makes whatever you are making just so much better you want to talk an omelet you want to talk a pizza you want to talk a sub or soup so many hearty wonderful things are especially good this time of the year and they're all better with gaspars so stock up the slices the franks the traditional sausage gas bars at all major supermarkets within sound of my voice gas bars for 95 years the portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy now next week we're going to be at dave's marketplace in wickford with american muscle harvesters look for american muscle harvesters this week while you're on the road on the big dave sign on route 95 north near route 37 and look for many more rhode island foods in the spotlight at Dave's. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is familiar. Dave's is 50. Dave's Marketplace is Rhode Island. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Everybody has a must-eat list. A few places, maybe two or three, that you keep as a go-to. On the East Bay, more must-eat lists include 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the view from those panoramic picture windows in the dining room. It enchants you as you overlook the Sakana River leading to the ocean and Mount Hope Bay. 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the local menu featuring creative seafood from the boats right across the harbor and the amazing dinner selections chef chris is ever changing his eclectic delights contemporary and innovative dishes like little necks peri peri with white beans and chorizo, deconstructed beef wellington seafood mount hope like that review said don't miss the stuffies don't miss 15 point road island park portsmouth just off route 24 south of the sakana river bridge the address is
is the same as the name, Sean and Carly Smith and Food Dude Bruce Newberry invite you to 15 Point Road and check out 15pointroad.com. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave's Marketplace, locally owned and operated, celebrating 50 years of great food in Little Roadie. And what do we love best in Little Roadie? Lobster rolls. To celebrate, a twin pack of lobster salad rolls on King's Hawaiian Rolls, just $9.99. How about this for a nice fall dinner? You take some Dave's Extra Lean Turkey Tenderloin Tips with some Rayo's Homemade Pasta. Put them all in Rayo's Homemade Tomato Basil. Sounds like dinner to me. Here's a great Dave's deal. Grown in Idaho potato fries. Dipper fries, shoestring fries. But when you buy one bag of grown in Idaho potato, you get a Dave's Rotisserie Chicken for only $4.99. From the Dave's Gourmet Cheese Shop, Wensleydale Cranberry Stilton. Dave's has over 40 varieties of specialty pizza. From the Dave's Pizza Oven, $3 off this week. Dave's is fresh, Dave's is 50, Dave's is Rhode Island in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. Food do. I am Jacques Pepin, uh, here from uh, Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry. So, Walt Palm, let's talk some sauce. Yes, so we have our uh, two sauces that we produce, our Mojo Honey Heat Sauce and our Mojo Smoky Love Sauce. Yes. So which came first? These are amazing barbecue and cooking sauces, and they will definitely, definitely uh, make a big, big impression on you. Absolutely. And it was the Mojo Honey Heat Sauce that came first. Uh, My grandmother worked with us in our family restaurant in Pittsburgh where I grew up. And she's the one who actually put together the recipe for our uh, most successful sauce, the Mojo Honey Heat Sauce. All right. Talk a little about how all of this deliciousness actually has a deeper meaning and a higher calling. Yes. So... A year ago, I was on a flight from Phoenix um, to Providence. We had a connection in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. And on the flight, I actually collapsed. And uh, when I came to, there were two nurses um, helping me out. And uh, lo and behold, uh, it turns out I have atrial fibrillation. And so my heart wasn't pumping properly. And um, it was the two nurses that really 
really uh, helped facilitate uh, my treatment uh, when we made our connection in North Carolina. And so how do you return the favor and how do you give back to you know, the kindness that these two nurses um, you know, showed me? And you never even found out their names. I didn't even know their names. By the time they had me uh, all packed up on the ambulance, uh, they were gone on their next flights. So to honor them, I am investing my energy and my focus on what I do best, and that's making good sauces, uh, sauces that are are, um, all natural without any artificial preservatives and we, we want to just carry on this uh, spirit and, and try to pay it forward. That's the best I can do to give back. It's all about the love. Describe the, the style of barbecue. Is there a Pittsburgh style of barbecue? Actually, Pittsburgh is almost like uh, gumbo where you have a mix of all the good types of foods coming into one place. So the mojo uh, sauce represents uh, all of the good sauces and the good foods of my my uncles, my aunts, and then our friends and family would make different dishes. Yeah, the place was called Palm's Barbecue Pit, and it was located in Pittsburgh over 25 years ago. So that's an amazing thing. Describe the taste of this honey heat sauce. So the honey heat sauce, has a nice balance between sweet and tangy and it is not too sweet and um, it has almost like a caramelization property to it so when you put it on meat it really sticks to it um, there used to be an old advertisement where uh, someone would put a thick ketchup on a plate and a runny ketchup right and so our mojo sauce represents that thicker uh, consistency that really sticks to your food and really enhances the flavor. Nice. And boy, it is just so, so good on uh, just uh, so many things. Wings. Definitely. Wings. Um, things that people would not um, even consider. Vegetables. We put yeah. it on raw vegetables. Um, salmon. Put it on uh, steaks, hamburgers, French fries, potatoes, and it pairs well with saltier foods, uh, including bacon if you're making a club sandwich, as well as different uh, cheeses, American cheese, blue cheese. Um, put it on mac and cheese. Yeah. It's just one of those versatile products that really enhances the flavor. We actually like to think of it not as a barbecue sauce, but as an added ingredient, a critical ingredient to make your next meal the best. Well, that's it. And it can be used as a cooking sauce, but it can also be used as a table sauce. Absolutely. Table sauce or imagine uh, you have guests over and uh, you want to have um, appetizers such as egg rolls or meatballs or uh, raw carrots or celery, this sauce will actually make those items pop. They yes. really do. It really does a great job of enhancing the flavor. So it can be a dipping sauce. Uh, it's just so good and it's got such a track record and uh, it just tastes like the good times and you're going to really, really enjoy Palm's Mojo Honey Heat Sauce. So now let's smoke it up a little bit and uh, get a little smoky with the Mojo Smoky Love Sauce. 
Absolutely. So what makes our smoky love sauce unique and uh, makes it stand out? We do not add any liquid smoke, any artificial smoke flavoring. We actually do the hard work of smoking the vegetables to get a nice mellow, mild smoke flavor. So the things like the onions... Onions, tomatoes, um, and uh, those those are the primary uh, vegetables that we use in our, in our product. So those are smoked, and then they are turned into this amazing sauce. And you want to talk about versatile, again, with wings, with meatballs. How about in meatloaf? Absolutely. Um, so again, the same idea with using this sauce as an added ingredient, you would add uh, maybe three tablespoons of this sauce directly to the raw meat and then make your loaf, drizzle this on top, bake it, add more after the next uh, half an hour to the top, and it's going to form this lovely crust and it is outstanding. Oh man, and this is gonna be great with pulled pork barbecue. Again, it is a great cooking sauce. It can also be a great table sauce and a dipping sauce. Absolutely, great, great uh, versatile product. And uh, the same way that you would use the honey heat sauce, you would absolutely use the Smoky Love uh, on all your food products. You're talking about this being exceptional on salmon. Exceptional, definitely. Imagine it's dead of winter and you want that smoky, uh, smoked salmon taste. So instead of smoking the salmon or buying it smoked, you just add the sauce to it. It does the job for you. Um, smoke is a good thing. I know there are people who um, are sort of uh, not liking a smoke flavor, but ours is different. It's uh, a nice, mellow, mild, enhanced flavor. And it will uh, really perk up your vegetables and other meats. And available at some amazing stores like Dave's and other great independent markets. And Walt's and Palms. Walt and Palms are with you on the road because we can see you on the big Dave sign. Definitely. We're, we're there and we're uh, doing what we can to bring people out to look for our product and we want you to try. Matter of fact, we're going to be doing tastings um, in the uh, next several months so you can see me and uh, ask me questions and I will uh, show you the best way to use our product. Yes, look for Walt at your favorite store. Walt's going to be at the Dave's Local Tasting Day, that local taste of Rhode Island coming in November and you're going to be at the holiday open house at Clements around the holiday time and uh, where else can we find out more about Palm's Mojo Sauce? Right. Some of the local markets, Imagine Gift Store, uh, Quality Fruitland. And we have an online presence, uh, palmslocallymade.com. Look out for us and um, you have to try it. Uh, it's awesome. Try it on everything. <laughs> try it on everything. That's, that's it. Thanks, Walt. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Walt and the Palms Mojo Sauce and the Palms Smoky Love Sauce available at Dave's Marketplace, as you just heard, and a bunch of other places as well. We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Spanked Puppy here in Colchester in Vermont. More with Ted in a minute. And uh, let me just say that you are dining out with Bruce Newberry. For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job. 
the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got gas bars on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudiz, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's Linguisa and Churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's Turkey Linguisa and Churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food. Better service. Better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food. With Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Food dude. I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Well, everybody plays Africa and, you know, stuff like that. We, uh, we, we tend to get into the more deep cuts. Ah, hold the line. The prime, the prime cuts, it. if you will. Here on Dining Out with Bruce Newberry. Food Dude here at the Spanked Puppy with proprietor Ted Tomlinson. And uh, so much more. So what is the significance of the Oreos? We are, we are awash in <laughs> bags of double-stuffed <laughs> Oreos that keep getting deposited all around this restaurant. I have to keep some of this secret to protect the source. I see. But we have a source that supplies our clientele with delicious products. I see. So every Saturday. So it's not just Oreos. Not just Oreos. There's a, if you take a look around the bar and the tables, you'll see uh, quite quite an assortment of uh, <laughs> good offerings. I but see. We have to keep some of this secret uh, to, pr- to protect the source. But I see. Double stuff Oreos are my favorite snack of all time. And uh, it's, it's a grab bag. You never know which product will get dropped off. And today it was double stuffed Oreos. And, and dozens of, of packages. I've never seen <laughs> I don't think that. I mean, the supermarket called and they're out of Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're here. It's going to be uh, one uh, one very busy night. We'll, we'll get through a few of those. And uh, a okay. gallon of milk, it's going to be it's going to be heaven. 
<laughs> Why not? Well, I I, I think that uh, we have a, a successful lunch going on here. We've got lots of folks who are coming by and uh, enjoying lunch. This is about standard, especially during football uh, season. We're watching the Florida-South Carolina game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Carolina may stitch together a beautiful uh, back-to-back win over a nationally seeded team. It's exciting. They were, they were really uh, surprised. Uh, who did they surprise last week? Was it Georgia? Uh, Georgia. Yes. yes, Georgia was last week. This week they're playing Florida. I, I had Florida to win. Um, oh, man. Well, that'll guarantee that, that South Carolina win. So, uh, yeah, we've got to – this is, uh, you know, a, a lot of our clientele are uh, hardworking, uh, salt-of-the-earth, um, construction, um, you know, high-skilled trade jobs, and uh, the work is done for the week. And they're here uh, relaxing a bit and uh, catching up on some football and – have some comfort food and uh, seeing what they missed this week. Are you a football fan? Are you a, you know, are you a hunter? That kind of stuff. Well, um, my whole family, uh, generations back, are hunters, the real ones, multi-state and uh, multi-tag bear and moose and oh deer. Uh, I uh, I seem to have skipped that gene. I'm sure to the disappointment of uh, of most of my family. I love football. Uh, but being here, you kind of got to be, you know, somewhat versed in all walks of life uh, because everybody's got a passion, you know, and you want to be able to talk about their passion with them. So um, well, oh, here it. we are and the food's here. All we'll right. just line it up right sure. here. Yeah, the right, fantastic right here the Daniela is bringing that. Uh, we got some Hello, good nachos here. Here's the legendary uh, Charlie Red Hot. Wow. And, and that's the French onion, onion soup. soup. I would know we'll that anyway. Seafood bisque on its way over. All right. Um, so here, snap. Here uh, we go. Snap some pictures here because uh, if it's if we don't take pictures of the food, it didn't happen. now. So we have to. <laughs> that's it. It's a. It's that's a. Right. Get right. Get right close to the food. The food is more important than. Uh, the people at just this- as soon as Marcus leaves, by the way, it's, uh, <laughs> good timing. <laughs> that means there'll be some left for the rest of you guys. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so we have the Charlie Red Hots here. So, I'm seeing a pile of fries. And, yep, hand uh, punched. We do those. Uh, we do those in house. They actually take two days to do because you want to soak them. Yes. You blanch them. You soak them. So yes. with a little bit of vinegar to give them a you know a, a nice little bite and. Uh, yeah, we got the, it's got the grilled bun, uh, the grilled dog, uh, the Michigan sauce, which is fresh um, as of about 45 minutes ago. Um, ultimate nachos, yep, we did. And here we go. We got the rest of it. Wow, that is. So we got our uh, garlic bread. Um, Bruce, this is for you. This is our seafood bisque. Oh, nice. And, uh, boy, I don't know where we're going to go with all this. And then we've got our uh, legendary five-alarm chili, <laughs> which we – there we go. And uh, we just debuted that uh, today um, heading into uh, fall and winter. We're going to be having our chili uh, on the menu now till the end of winter. Oh, that is great. The uh, the chili recipe, tell us what you can about that. <laughs> Uh, that is so. Uh, Executive Chef Tim O'Connor is uh, the brains behind this whole. Oh, uh, and here's the meatballs. There we go. This is his. Uh, this is brainchild. Uh, see ya, John. Um, the the chili's been simmering, I think, for four hours now. Um, it's uh, used the red kidney beans. Um, I think he's got two different kinds of uh, meat. And uh, the spices, that's mm-hmm. the proprietary secret. But I, uh-huh. I do know there's cumin in it. So, well, there you go. <laughs> All right. So is it, if, uh, I'm sure people ask you, well, you know, how hot is it? I mean, how spicy is it? It is 
it's got just a little kick at the end. It's mm. uh, okay. The way same thing with our Bloody Marys. Um, we're kind of in the business of serving multiples. We don't just want one and done. You don't want a Bloody Mary that's too hot that you make it halfway through and then uh, switch to milk because. Right. It's a lot tougher to keep the doors open selling glasses of milk. Right. Uh, same thing with the chili. Um, it's it, It's got a lot of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right at the end, uh, you'll feel a little bit of kick, a little bit of burn. Um, but it's mild, comparatively speaking, to some of, the, some of that's out there. Kind of a jalapeno-style heat, maybe, at jalapeno okay. level. I like it. I like it. I'm going to get a chance to try it in... Uh, just a, a few seconds here. So now all of this is on the regular lunch menu. Uh, the Michigans are on the regular lunch menu. So we have a, a dedicated lunch menu that's got, again, kind of pub and uh, comfort food burger sandwiches like a, a BLT, uh, turkey, uh, Rachel. Uh, we have a killer Reuben. Um, all of our stuff is made from scratch. Uh, the bread's made from scratch at a local bakery. Um, we do all the meats here. We slice them here. Uh then we do daily specials because, you know, we're, we're a neighborhood spot. People right. come in here five, six days a week. Right. Um, so we want to keep it fresh and interesting for them. So uh, we do daily specials every day. And what we're eating now, most of this, uh, the meatballs were a uh, weekend special. The chili uh, we just added today, we'll carry that through the winter. And the nachos are a special that we just rolled out yesterday. Wow. Did, is there a meatball story? Ooh, I'm going to have to turn that one over to Timmy. See, the, <laughs> the comfort, the, the meatball and his, the meatloaf is actually his grandmother's recipe. Oh, I see. And uh, I'll have to turn it over to him to go into some of the uh, the the deeper story. Uh, but these are the recipes, if you were to see them in the back, are uh, written in elegant cursive scripts <laughs> as you would anticipate somebody's grandmother to write a recipe. It's, yes. Uh, uh, there, it, it, it's a work of art. Those those should be framed, I think, uh, when we hit 50 years or get the Bruce Definitely. Newberry Stamp of Approval Award. <laughs> yeah. I think you already have that. I don't think that's a problem here. You know, I, you, something you said, Ted, when we first sat down here, uh, we were talking about the whole idea of comfort food and comfort food in this part of the country and the influences of the previous owner who is was French. Yeah. And I was I had a story that we were going to talk about today. This was from the Montreal Gazette. And the food writer for the Montreal Gazette actually went country dining in the countryside, kind of in the, the townships and uh, places like... Uh, Places like Sutton and uh, Val David and and places like that, and I'm just checking to see if there are not some uh, some dishes that might be right at home here. Uh, yes, uh, I'm seeing at a place called uh, a place called A La Bordage, which is in Sutton, beautiful downtown Sutton, Quebec, and they do uh, cas croute style fries. Uh, so it's it, what is this? It's a whole. It's, it's a distant relative. It's a Canadian cousin. Well, how does that work? So it's a Canadian cousin of a Canadian cousin. So <laughs> twice removed. Right. So um, cascrute is actually a snack or a light meal uh, taken between two larger meals. 
So Boy, the French really have this dialed in, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> a whole language that's around food, and they have meals. It's like the from The Hobbit, where they've got their uh, first breakfast and second breakfast, and then we got to have the in-between breakfast between first lunch and second lunch. <laughs> so we'll call this. So we will call this. Uh, uh, Cascrut would be Poutine's little cousin, so it would be like a small Poutine or a small fry. Genius. So a snack size. So probably, probably not even as much as as is on a side that you would put out here at the Spank Puppy. I had heard a story of a college kid, and this was, I think he was in California, that uh, he, he had a background in, I don't know if his family was from Quebec, mm-hmm. um, but he started a food cart on campus selling poutine. Wow. And what better food if you're a college student coming back from a weekend kegger than poutine <laughs> and he was a millionaire by the time he graduated college i can believe that selling poutine in in what the genius. from the cart yes i can i can see that i can definitely see that and uh, it's all well hey he brings us back to where we started from that this is what's in style this is what is really in vogue today are these comfort type dishes and you know in yes the big portions call them sharing portions call them you know enough for leftovers for the next day portions uh but yeah this is what is in style well the trend with comfort food again uh is with the advent of the food network and instagram uh you know, it's just a different cultural way of eating now than it was 15, 20 years ago. So we're introduced to so much more exotic food. The food is prepared in a much different way. And, I, you know, from a culture perspective, and I think it's flipped. Now the exotic food is kind of commonplace because you can get sushi everywhere. You know, you can get, you know, some of these foods that were considered exotic 20 years ago now are commonplace. And uh, the comfort food, these kind of meatloafs and uh, uh, spaghettis and, 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 and food that all of us probably got sick of growing up because we had it all the time. That's kind of a, a rarity now. Right, right. And, you know, with our clientele, we want to do with the big portions because, A, these guys are hard workers. I mean, if you look at most of the clientele that's here now, I mean, these guys are construction guys and uh, electricians and, and, you know, tradesmen. Mm -hmm. You're pretty hungry by the time, you know, noon comes around. (laughs) That's it. And it really goes back to, does it go back to old school when the midday meal was the big meal of the day? That was, yeah. And I think a lot of these comfort foods were out of necessity and cost, you know, the, the meat pie while you, you know, when you're down in a mine, you know, working, you don't have the the microwaves and the amenities that we're used to. So you had to throw as much carbs and calories as you could into one concise because you had 30 minutes to get it done and you had to get enough fuel to work. And, Mm. uh, um, and, and a lot of the guys, when you're done your day, you don't want to have to cook. So right. the big portions you get, uh, you get enough to eat here and enough to take home. Yeah, that's and brings us back to the whole abundanza thing that uh, <laughs> that we still set great store by, and uh, it's still what uh, people who dine out and who are really looking for today. Uh, it's interesting. I will tell you a I'll tell you a little bit of a quick story. 
uh, my uh, a friend of mine who was a restaurateur in Rhode Island, long time, many years, was visited by Restaurant Impossible. Ooh. And it, it it's it, it it is a long story that is as much of a drama as the TV show itself. <laughs> it's a family business. So, with all of what that entails, now the restaurant doesn't fit the profile of Restaurant Impossible because it's thriving. <laughs> It's doing a great business. That said, one of the arguments that Irvine and this restaurateur of 25 years got into was the portion size. Interesting. And he said, and and they went back and forth, and and I wasn't in on any of this, nor should I have been. And he said, uh, he said that Irvine couldn't understand the large portion mindset around here. Uh, and I mean, in in Rhode Island, but it certainly is around here as well. I wonder if it's a New England thing. I wonder if it is too. I'm one. I wonder if it is too. Um, that the uh, that is an excellent point because, I mean, that's why the uh, that's why the whole idea of tapas and the small plates never took off. Yeah. No, we've like had a few restaurants uh, downtown Burlington that didn't kind of try that, and it, it didn't quite. Grab. Didn't quite grab because you can't get around that rationale that you know why am I spending ten dollars and I don't have enough food even for me. <laughs> well, I can certainly speak from experience growing up that it was uh, if, if the, the concept of tapas could get your hand stabbed with a fork if right. you were to grab somebody else's food. Yeah, I mean this is survival but, here. <laughs> but that's the only way that that the tapas concept actually worked in at least in Rhode Island was that one guy was smart enough to realize, okay, this is, this has an application, but he set up his menu as all sharing dishes. Oh, wow. So he was doing, you know, a, a portion size like we're used to here, but making it for two. So you would order, I mean, you could, you could definitely do that kind of thing with most anything that we have in front of us here. Things like nachos definitely lend themselves to, to sharing. The meatballs can be shared and, and some of these other things can be as well. You know, from a business standpoint, that's also a stroke of genius. Actually, it's, <laughs> that's, actually, it's brilliant. Yeah. When you think I'm about leaving it. money on the table here, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's the loyalty because this is what you're known for. And people love you for the fact that. You put out these portions that are either enough for a hearty appetite, or you can bring some home for or one college man. I would say yes for about <laughs> for about ten minutes or half of a, a radio host right. named Marcus, <laughs> something like that. We are here at the uh, Spanked Puppy here in Vermont, having a great time with all of this wonderful food. Find out why 15 Point Road is on so many lists of favorite restaurants. It's the view. It's the local menu of creative seafood and amazing dinner selections. Taste why the latest review says don't miss the stuffies. Can't miss 15 Point Road. The address is the same as the name Island Park in Portsmouth, 15pointroad.com. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Well, just because you have a small space or awkward configuration doesn't mean you can't have the kitchen of your dreams. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401 463 
50. If you begin the remodel process now, you'll have a new kitchen by the holidays. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. Why not come to an upcoming remodeling workshop? Register online at rikb.com. You'll have the kitchen of your dreams by the holidays. Providence, what a destination for theater, for the arts, for water fire. Why don't you spend your Providence evening at Cov? No place like beautiful Cov. Sparkling and cozy on these fall evenings. Tuesday, half-off bottles of wine. Wednesday, martini specials. And Alexis Lee and Jazz. Of course, the legendary weekend brunch is always available. Cov at 14 Imperial Place in the Knowledge District. Make a reservation on Open Table. We'll see you at beautiful Cov. Food dude. I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. All right, I think we have a winner with the bisque for sure. (laughs) Excellent, excellent bisque, Ted. And uh, we're getting thumbs up on the chili. Thank our host, Ted Tomlinson, here at the Spanked Puppy. I mean, I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic to have you. Great to be here. Bruce Newberry. The Food Dude. 